This is Stephen Dominguez from the Science Faction Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Enjoy. Your attention, please. The Magic Our Way Podcast is now leaving from New Orleans for an artistic tour of all things Disney. Jumbo, everyone. Rumble. Hi, Mr. Anonymous here, and you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast. Magic Our Way takes an artistic view of all things Disney-related. Join your hosts, Kevin and Danny, Marvel expert and proprietor of ivorycomics.com, Eli, and your personal earmark travel agent, you've got a friend in Lee, Lee Lastavica. Come join the Weekend Nation on social media and at magicourway.com. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Sante Sante, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Away podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicOurWay.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. And as always, to join the discussion, we have our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm so happy to talk to you guys on a Saturday because Fridays for me is extremely stressful. So this is a very nice decompressing moment. Thank you all very much. Oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that's stressful for you. Oh, yeah. You should see the customers. They're really stressed out watching me be stressed out. <laughs> and they stressed out because you stressed out and you stressed out because they stressed out and everybody's stressed out. And it's a stress ball. It's a very stressful thing. And, and you know, coworkers because they're like, just go see that person. I'm like, nah, hell with that. Yeah, it's very tense. Very, very tense right now. How y'all uh, doing? Good, man. If I can give you a shoulder rub, I'll give you a shoulder rub. Man, high five is good through the screen, too. I hate you, man. All right, smack. Kevin will be over there in a minute, and he'll be in a high five, <laughs> He'll be rubbing down your shoulder. It's been way too long since Kevin could touch you. It's From true. six feet I, away, he's going to have those little robot arms. Six feet I is do. all I need, baby. Six feet is all I need. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> and that voice you heard, guys, is our current beard man of the world for Magical Moments Vacations, the Shaggy TA, Lee Lastavica. Hi, Lee. Hey, man. I'm just being extra shaggy over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shaggy. I don't know about you guys, but like, I know there's like a restaurant or two that I can't wait to hit up, but really, I just can't wait to get a haircut. And, you know, just, just kind of get get some of this under control because, I mean, you can still, yeah, you can get some takeout here and there, but you can't get a, you can't get a drive through haircut. Dude, I will say this, uh, you know, because we, we, we do our best to support our local restaurants, but there is something about eating in a restaurant where when you take that food home, it loses 80% of its magic. Oh, <laughs> is yeah. it the, do you get less food getting it on takeout? Uh, yeah, I could, I could go. It's just, it's, I don't know about the less food. Maybe that's true, but it's like when it's not like if you order lasagna and it's not in the bowl. With There's cheese. just certain things that don't travel well either. Yes, that's yeah, exactly it. Like, that's true. It, it doesn't. And then you open it up and it's like, damn, this 
just doesn't even look as appetizing as it used to. Well, look, guys, look, um, we're keeping the entertainment alive here on the Magic Ari podcast and uh, also keeping the listeners involved. Today, we got a great show for you today. Our main segment in the hub is called This or That, and this is following a social media trend that's been happening where you choose between two things and you got to explain why or you can just choose it. And we're bringing on one of our power couples, Rachel Bears, uh, to bring up her list of uh, the things that the Moeekins have come up for us. So kudos on all the Moeekins for participating and keeping uh, our group alive and, and submitting things for us to choose from. Some of those things were doozies. Holy Moses. Uh, we had to freaking choose between those two things. But we thank you for participating. Uh, just a heads up, the things that didn't make it on this show, we are saving it for another show. And if you have other pairings, send it over to Rachel Bearish. She'll be glad to put them on her list that she has. And we'll present it for another edition of This or That. Yeah, you guys presented some real Southeast choices out Ooh, there. Oh, boy, did they. I tell I you, man. That was some of those things. I just I, I was sweating. I don't know about you guys. But when I heard your idea, I'm like, dude, I know enough. But this is not going to be hard. And. Damn. <laughs> the Moeekins, man, they know us and they know yeah. the show and, and good for them for thinking out of the box of some of these pairings. Wait till you guys listen to some of these things and hopefully maybe that'll trigger you guys to come up with other pairings that you may want us to discuss. So yeah, send it over to Rachel Bears. Join us in the Moeekin Pleasure Island 33 Facebook group where you'll be able to reach out to her and send those submissions in because wow, that was something. And also, too, on the news, man, we're going to discuss Bob Iger coming back into the company. How about that? That's kind of crazy. I didn't think he left. I, you, yeah, neither did I. <laughs> yeah, neither did I. Well, he's back. <laughs> he's back. He's back, though. Apparently, he's, he's doing something. And I don't know. What about, Bad Bob? <laughs> what about What about Chapek, man? What's going on with him? What's he doing? He's like a cuckold in the corner of the company or something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he's watching from the corner. <laughs> he's watching from the corner. Just, just like, like, oh, please, Bob, take care of it. Take control. I can't handle it. I'm not man enough for this company. Please, please. What the hell's going on? Now that I got you have visual in your head. <laughs> oh, my, I had to put that up. You, I was laughing like Ray Leone and Goodfellas for a second. <laughs> <laughs> guys, look, we're keeping the entertainment alive for you guys while you're doing your quarantine thing. And as, as rumors of, of things reopening happen, but we're going to keep the entertainment going. Join us in the Facebook group, man. We're planning on a lot of different activities for the weekends to do some happy hours and stuff, something different. So if you want an outlet for your Disney love, man, definitely join us up in there and, and to keep up with all the different posts and stuff. So look, guys, we got a lot of stuff to discover. So, oh, discover. 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 Oh, that's kind of like kind of like Epcot Center. Discover. Yeah. Oh, I'm in that parking lot now. But no, guys, look, we got a lot of stuff to discuss, <laughs> this or that. So guys, enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go choose between the magic. Moeekins, ladies and gentlemen, here we are on the queue, and uh, this is the segment in which we get to talk about the news and happenings in the world of Disney today. And the thing that we wanted to chat about on this particular episode is about Bob Iger. How about that? Former CEO, or we thought, maybe just like the Godfather, they just keep pulling him back in. <laughs> but in this particular scenario, it's like he had no choice kind of a thing because of the whole COVID-19 situation. But it's been reported that uh, the outgoing CEO is no longer the outgoing CEO, but he's decided to remain at the company in a leadership capacity. Uh, even after, you know, Bob has kind of taken over, he wanted to help Bob. He didn't want to leave him in like a uh, a dumpster fire, as it were, <laughs> so to speak. You know, he didn't want to. like he already did. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah he, he already like, did it. 
<laughs> exactly. And he's like, you know, I, I, I left you this. This is the least I can do, right? You know, let me, let me, let me take some of the burden off of your hands. Uh, but yeah, he's going to help out with the company. You know, a lot of stuff has happened with the company. There's been an announcement they're going to furlough about 70,000 employees back on the 19th of April. With a crisis of this magnitude, he says he wants, and this impact on Disney, he, he doesn't want to leave it completely into Bob Chapek's hands. You know, he wants to help it out, especially since he's been running the company for the past 15 years. You know, he has a little bit of experience of that, so he can help Bob, especially during this transition. And he goes further to say, Bob Iger says, that any decision about staff reductions will be made by his successor and not me. So that he's been quoted as saying that. So that is essentially what is going on with uh, Disney today as far as Bob Iger taking over. Uh, they've lost a lot of their revenue as far as the, the parks and the cruises. And so Bob's coming back to kind of help things out and how to manage things with the company. So there you are. This is like if you ever seen The Fugitive? I have. Dr. Kimball. It's like if you're Richard Kimball and the one-armed man comes back and says, look, I think I can help you out with this wife murdering thing. <laughs> no, he's just coming here to bring me a Provasic. I know something about that. <laughs> you find that job. Just so he can sell that Provasic. Like, but you did it. And he's like, yeah, no, no, no. I, I think I can help you navigate these waters. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... <laughs> That's oh crazy. God! Yeah, I yeah. hate this, man. I, 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 when I saw this news, because I mean, like the narrative just is unfolding that uh, Bob Iger is somehow going out of his way uh, to come back and help this company uh, after it was placed in Chapek's hands, and after you know a little over a month, the board was like, "Yeah, he's he's way over his head, Bob. We need you back." And now it's like Superman two, and Superman shows up is like. And it turns out to be Cam Newton instead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> his power's back and he's going to save the day. And it's like, wait a minute. I'm, wait, stop. I mean, this is not exactly what happened. I, I don't know how this narrative keeps perpetuating itself. Yeah, I was going to say uh, another like analogy for that. The way I thought about when I, I read some of this, was, it would be like if Yankee say somebody leaves like, you know, like dad says, I'm going to go get milk. Doesn't come back for five years. Bob meets another man. The man says, okay, I'm going to raise your family. The dude comes back after five years and says, hey, I got the milk. Like, nah, f- daddy, we already got somebody that got milk. Give Chapek a chance. He's going to be like, you know, this is a tough spot. We already said when I initially left, he wants to advise and stuff for well, fine. But, yeah, don't come in. And then the biggest topic what Kevin said is that cast members are still being laid off, but Bob, you furloughed, know, he wants to furloughed, say, yeah, furloughed, 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 which yeah. I, trust me, I've been furloughed before. That just means a prolonged time before you get laid off. That's pretty much what that is. It's hanging it, on to you until it's time. And then you're done with it. Right. Because right. if you've never been furloughed before, it's what happens, right? Right. They say a certain amount of time. And then what, what happens is, is, if it goes past that amount of time, then they say, I tell you what, why don't you just take your paid vacation and then use all of that? And then if you do that and it still goes past that point in time, they're like, yeah, I tell you what, you're not fired. But if you can find other jobs, you should probably do that. You know, and it's not a fun experience. So I feel for the cast members there. But yeah, Bob, if you want to come in and, you know what I'm saying, lift the planet and make the planet run backwards, take that piece of the planet, too, and put that in your equation. You know, you, you need to come in and do the whole thing. So, Eli, all you are saying is give Chapek a chance. Well, yeah. The, okay, so, like, I, I, I said that before about giving Chapek a chance, and I'm not even a big Chapek fan. I was just like, yeah, give Chapek a chance. He's taking over, that that kind of thing. This isn't giving Chapek a chance. This is making Chapek look like a jack. I mean, 
you kind of set this dude up for failure. There was no way nobody's ever faced anything like this in the history of humanity. <laughs> no company, no CEO has ever had to face every single major division of your company being forcibly shut down with that. So it's not even about giving Chapek a chance. I mean, this is setting Chapek up for failure. There's no way. I mean, you can't write the ship right now. You don't have the means to do it. This is all about damage control. And the person to have, to me, it's not about give Chapek a chance. It's more like the, the board saying, uh, uh, Bob, uh, you remember how you said before about this thing that, that wasn't that big of a deal? And so this was a perfect time for you to transition and you were going to focus. Yeah, get back in here and clean up this mess that happened on your watch because this, this happened while you were the CEO and you walked out the front door and said, ah, hey, you know, look, it's, it's not that big. And we shouldn't say walk out, obviously, because he didn't walk out. We always knew Bob was there. Bob never left. That was the other thing about this narrative that I, I hate about it. It's the idea that Bob ever left. It's not that Bob left, but Bob did make a point of saying, look, I'm not going to be involved in day-to-day decisions. I'm just going to be focused completely, number one, moving forward on the creative side of the business. And that's that's all I'm going to have any hands in. And that has turned out to be untrue. And in that being untrue, that just tells me one of two things. Either Bob Iger completely misjudged how bad of a crisis the company was facing before he stepped down, or Bob Iger, who I think is is smarter than that, saw this coming and started to strategically distance himself from what was about ready to come. So what you're saying is to, to go with Eli's analogy is that Bob needs to come back and clean up his spilt milk. That's exactly what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying give Chapek a chance. I'm saying, no, 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 no. This was happening while you were out on your book tour. Get back <laughs> over here and you clean up this mess that you made, young man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't leave this house until you leave this room this mess. No, 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 no. He's the one who put this company, like it, 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 he spent... How many billions, like 70-something billion dollars on Fox, who they have yet to turn any kind of profit from? I mean, you're starting this guy off in billions of debt in the middle of an economic crisis due to an unprecedented pandemic. I mean, this is what we're starting. And we said it at the time. We said it when it happened, that the timing of all this seemed odd. And I... Like I remember Richard like chiming on on, um, on Facebook and being like, okay, it makes sense because if the stock drops and stuff like that, you want to have it coincide at the same time. So it makes, I can see it from that standpoint. And I'm not a stock market guy. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I can see that. But this is in a world where this virus is not going to get any worse. And I just don't see where this is not going to get worse. And sure enough, here we are two months later and it's much, much, much worse. And we're not, we're facing what, June? At the earliest, I mean, the, the last report was like, I think some analysts said that Disney was losing $30 million a day. I mean, that's a lot of money to be losing a day. And you think it's a great time to exit out? Like I said, either you misjudged just how bad this crisis was, or you knew it was coming. And you're like, I need to get out while the getting's good. Well, um, he, he was I a weatherman, right? Yeah, that's what I, thank you. He forecasted that. When draining it was men, Bob. <laughs> Get that yeah. poncho out, Bob. Money is draining. I don't think there's any way to, to salvage this. I mean, look, when we reported on this, like, way back when this first started, because we were drinking a Corona beer at the time, right? And It was probably our last live podcast. Yes, that's I, true. Yes, it was. It was. And, and. No, I think I think Danny to your to what you're saying, 
I think it's the latter. I think he saw what was happening because we talked about this before when he initially was going to step down because you said he had like another year or so before he was going to initially retire officially before this all happened. And so then everything happens in Shanghai Disney. He sees the result of it and he's just like, yeah, I want no piece of that. So he, he steps down. This is the narrative I'm taking right now. He says he's going to advise JPEG. My thing is fine. I get it. You're right. JPEG is a new guy to this. And he's just like, this is a lot. And we said it. He needs at least another couple of years to kind of settle in. But Bob shouldn't just be like, hey, this is what I would do in this situation. And then help him like that. Be that kind of teammate. I don't know about just saying I'm going to step in. and No, dude, you already stepped out. You know, you already stepped out. I don't trust you. If I'm a stockholder right now, I'm like, look, Bob, just write your ideas on a piece of paper and give it to Bob number two. Because you, you know, you know what's happening. <laughs> Taylor, no, two Bobs. No, I want, I want Iger in there. I want some of this to get in his uniform. Yeah, he deserves some of the, some of this deserves to rub off on Bob because this was his decisions. His decisions led to this. I mean, there, Disney's in a huge amount of debt right now that just borrowed $6 billion. I mean, yeah, wow. yeah, no, no, out. No. I mean, they're laying off people left and right. The theme parks, I mean, by the time they get them up and running, they're not going to be running the same. Oh my God. Until like a vaccine is, is invented that that's going to help people really feel assured about going back to these parks. It's going to be different. I mean, Very different. Don't get me wrong. I, mean, I, I was happy to see it when he went. So I was kind of hopeful that maybe they knew something we didn't which was that in a month or two that this thing was going to go back to normal. But when it didn't, and I don't think any of us thought that it would, when it didn't, uh, man, I, I think I, that was a horrible, horrible, horrible look for Bob. Ch- and right now, I mean, if you look at the narrative that's being spun right now, Chapek looks like a fool because it, it looks like he couldn't handle it. And so they had to bring Bob Iger back to do so. And if Bob Iger steps in and he can't fix it, then he can say, oh, you know, guys, I tried, but I mean, it was too far gone by the time I got back involved again. So there's no scenario here where Bob Jakepeck comes out looking great. So Iger's handpicked successor, I mean, I'm starting to wonder if he was more of a handpicked fall guy. I'm with that. I mean, that's just a, but that's, that just looks bad on overall leadership. Well, sure. Yeah. 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 No, that's, there's no, there's no doubt. I think like, look, I think Bob Iger was a great CEO for Disney, but, but for the shareholders only. Uh, and I think that happened at the expense of the Disney consumer. I think Iger figured out something that all the other Disney CEOs knew, but never acted on to the extent that Iger did. And that's that the Disney fans are loyal, that Disney's part of their childhood. It's in their DNA. It's an escape to better times. And Disney fans will show up to Disney no matter what. And they'll pay through the nose for the experience to do so. And even if the value isn't what it used to be, they'll still keep coming to the parks. And I think Bob Iger exploited that to the ninth degree. And, and I mean, you say what you will about Michael Eisner. He cared about giving you a reason to come back to the parks. Bob Iger is like, yeah, it's Disney. You're going to come back no matter what. Who needs to open a ride for the next 10 years? You know, and, th- and that's kind of what I had a problem with with Bob Iger all along is that he exploited the Disney's fans' loyalty to no end. And he used that loyalty to keep raising prices and to keep milking us for money so that way he can keep going out and buying new properties instead of doing what Disney normally did and investing within itself and creating new content. Now it's like we don't do new content. We buy what works. We make sequels out of what worked. 
we don't do anything new. That's just not what Disney's about anymore. And that, and I think he made Disney so big now where, I mean, my God, it, it's a, yeah, it's like spreading uh, themselves thin. I think I might've mentioned that when we were talking about all these things, it's like, you know, a, a lot of people like uh, people encourage people to do take on less things, but do all the things that they do have really, really well. And that also makes a difference. And then, but when you start spreading yourself so thin like this, it, it's like, you know, I had to worry when they first started doing this is like, how are they going to keep up with every aspect of this company now that has grown so big and do it at the Disney level of, uh, of, of quality that we expect? Exactly. And that's the thing you rob from Peter to pay Paul. And so you keep taking money out of what you're, what you have going, what's working for you. And uh, now you want Fox. I mean, you know, you wanted Hulu, you wanted, um, what you call it, uh, uh, um, Lucasfilm. It means you you keep going out there and doing it. And now you've got a company that needs to earn billions upon billions of dollars just to maintain its current revenue share. Right, right. And that, that's kind of where you're at. And so now you're, you're spread so thin. It's like the Roman Empire. You're so big that you're vulnerable. And now we're seeing that the worst case scenario, and don't get me wrong, it's not all Bob's, who could have ever foreseen this coming? This is nothing that you can foresee coming, but because they were so large and so exposed, they're one of the worst to get hit to get hit by this uh, pandemic. And not all that's on Bob, but a lot of that is on Bob. That was his choices. You know, the, the one thing I really think that they really miss in these times. You remember back? I mean, they used to Disney used to have a really great video game. I don't know if they ever used. Was to it for the Xbox or was it? No, no, no. But way I'm, before, before then. They you used to have lights like whenever the Disney movie came out. Like, and I don't even care like if it was like. Um, something like crummy, like, you know, not crummy, but like, like Pocahontas or Hunchback or something like that. Whenever they came out, you always knew that there was going to be the movie and tied in with that movie. It was going to be like a parade in the parks and there was going to be a video game release and everything was all set and go to go to, to that way. The, the, the movie kind of took on a life as its own once it was released because they were promoting it from so many different angles. And even if you got a terrible movie, like I'll give you a perfect example, Haunted Mansion. You remember that movie with Eddie Murphy? Terrible movie. Great video game. I've never played that. Absolutely wonderful video game. I love that video game. I, I grabbed that as soon as it came out and, and couldn't have been more impressive. There's nothing good that came from the Eddie Murphy. And we've talked about this before in the show. It's like not just because just because like a movie is not successfully uh, is not as successful at the box office doesn't mean that that movie wouldn't make a fine little five minute ride. You or know? even something, yeah, no, exactly. And, and you know, I talk about one of my podcasts, uh, Kevin Smith. He he found most of his famedom in the 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 home the home movie market. You know, um, his, his movies did terrible in the box office, but when people discovered his stuff and were watching it at home and buying it and stuff, that's where mm -hmm. he got his fame. You know, exactly. And I, and I think that that it goes to show that there are several different ways. I mean, when you when you're dealing with a rich universe, like say something like Hercules, which they really don't do much with rich universe. A lot of stuff that you could do with, with that property, video games, um, theme park attractions, whatnot. You could do so much with that. I think Onward kind of qualifies for that same thing. And the fact that you won't touch it until it's marketably viable. And by the time it's marketably viable and you act on it, it's, you've already missed your window. It's like it's the frozen effect all over again. Oh, man, Coco, dude. <laughs> yeah, Coco's a, uh, that's a great Jeez. one. Well, they won't invest in that. I mean... Like I said, there was nothing sadder to me than having to hear Jim Hill tell me that Disney wants to figure out a way to get Ice Age into the Animal Kingdom, into that dinosaur land. And it's like, my God, you know how many kids are home right now watching Onward hundreds of times over as opposed to Ice Age, which most most of us have already, we've forgotten it exists. Yeah, that's mm. cold. 
it's it's not to say that Bob Iger's a bad CEO. Like I said, he he knew how to get the the the, the price share up. It, no doubt about it, as far as that is concerned. But I felt like the way he did it was constantly borrowing money from things that were doing well within the company to pay for newer acquisitions as expo- as opposed to exploiting the talent that you had in-house. And I think that's how you end up with Pandora. Land. Yeah. Well, I mean, but how many project managers do they have or people that they have that are over these specific divisions that, that I'm just, I don't know this, but I'm just curious. Like there has to be somebody over each of these areas. I, right? I have no idea how they, how they're structured. So well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's fair, but I'm just saying right. it's a big company. Yeah. Well, it's a yeah, huge company. I, there's a lot of bureaucracy. I will say, I'm sure you're right on that, but I mean, it just, it, it goes to echo the point that they are, it's kind of like, I think you said it right the first time. I mean, they're just ultra conservative and until they go ahead and move forward with a property, it has to be an extremely proven success. Again, it's a frozen thing for me. Frozen was a huge success out the gate and they didn't have anything in place to go forward with it immediately. And by the time they got around to working on a sequel and producing a ride, the fad was over. Right. Yeah, right. We see that time and time again. And that's how Disney operates, unfortunately, under Bob Iger. Creativity takes a back seat, back seat to profitability, and it's just a short sight. And I think Bob knew it. And I think that's, Bob, that's why Bob was looking to get out when the getting was good. And the Imagineers knew it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh, all good points. Uh, this is definitely fresh in the news. Um, and so if you're listening to this, this is about maybe a, a, a week out. And so hopefully things can change. Yeah. Things can change. We don't know what's going to happen by the next time we record. Um, so who knows? We may be having another queue in which something crazy happens. I don't know. They fire half the company or they sell off this thing as we did, as you'll hear us uh, debate on in uh, this or that segment. Can I make one up. last quick point? Real quick? Absolutely. Uh, yes. Uh, if you want a perfect analogy to what's happening, look no further than Pleasure Island becoming Disney Springs, where we lost the Comedy Warehouse, we lost the Adventures Club, we lost a lot of the restaurants and everything that was owned and operated and, and these experiences that were done by Disney. And then you go to Disney Springs now, and it's a bunch of outside chain restaurants that you can see at any other major city in the world. It's a, it's a watered-down experience, and you're not getting... They basically leased out Disney Springs as a showcase to bring in other companies to go ahead and, 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 and give you their experience, which is a, it's not a Disney experience. It's an experience you can get just about anywhere else in the world. And I think that was the perfect analogy, an analogy to what we're seeing kind of going when we lost these unique Disney experiences for more safe, more commercially viable things that have existed and has been successful outside of Disney. And they bring that into the fold and they said, yes, set up shop here and open up. Interesting. Yeah. Malikans, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's an excellent point to end on. And of course, we always want to hear your opinions on this. Let us know what you think. Show at magicaway.com because there's a lot to unpack here, especially with this happening and the fluid nature of what's going on. So we'll, who knows? Next show, let's see what happens, man. It could be definition, another another Q segment in which we discuss what Bob is doing, <laughs> you know? Yeah, Bring it home, Milton. We're it. looking at weeks. We're looking at days, man. By tomorrow, something else could, crazy could happen. Who knows? It's it's just nuts. So, yeah, get in touch. Show at magicoway.com. What about Bob? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Moweekins. Welcome to The Hub. And for today's Hub, we're, we're going to be doing a little exercise called This or That. 
And I actually got this exercise idea from uh, one of her power couples, or at least, yeah, one of the power couples, the Robertias, and in fact, Rachel. She has been posting some things like this on her Instagram, and I've been seeing things of the similar nature on social media. And basically what this or that is, is you have a bunch of different pairs of things, uh, in, in Rachel's case, Disney-related. And we and people would choose which one they would prefer, this or that. It was like a list, list of uh, a handful, a handful of pairs and stuff. And so that's the kind of exercise we're going to do. And basically what I thought we'd do is warm up and maybe give Rachel a little bit more background as far as how she came up with her list. And then uh, we'll do some of the ones that she posted on social media. And then, uh, funnily enough, we got the Moeekins to contribute some specifically for the Magic Hour podcast. So that should be uh, interesting to see what I, those posted. I have no idea what they are because I asked Rachel to come. And that's one of the reasons why I asked Rachel to come on because she kind of spe- uh, spearheaded that and got all them weekends to contribute. So I have no idea what she has on her list. And from what I hear, Rachel, uh, our listeners are pretty prolific content creators. Is that correct? Yeah, they are. Definitely. <laughs> so... Uh, uh, we may not make it through all of them because apparently the, y'all do really well and I'm, I'm glad and I look forward to hearing it, but we'll definitely save it for another show for those of the ones that we don't go. But for this one, yeah, we're going to pick some. Uh, I think you, would you say you, you, you split them up into different categories? Is that right? I did. Yeah. So we'll have some like ones to start that I thought were particularly good discussion starters. And then there are categories like park touring or characters or um, TV shows and movies or old versus new, things like that. Okay. And then apparently it sounds like some of them just went off the wall completely, right? Yeah, yeah. We got some of those saved for the end. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that should be interesting. Um, So what do we say we start with a warm-up, Rachel? Let's do some of the ones that you have posted. And just to kind of get the guys uh, 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 used to what we what has been going on on the social media with the this or that exercise. Guys, y'all ready to do this? Yeah, what you you got? I'm ready. All right. All right. So, Rachel, if I remember correctly, you posted like three of these or four of these? Yeah. Um, actually, right now, I think I have five that I've done because I've done one for each park at Walt Disney World and Disney Springs. Okay. And, and did you come up with this idea based on other things that you've seen might it, floating around as far as choosing on social yeah. media? Or how did you do that? So, like you said, I had just sort of seen other people doing these lists on Instagram stories. And um, as a travel agent, I'm trying to kind of maintain my business page, but also trying to figure out what I can post that is fun and, and Disney themed and not, um, you know, just a bummer about how everything's closed. So right. That's awesome. Uh, Lee, what are you doing? <laughs> Actually, um, I booked two trips. Um, I'm working on a, three a, pictures of patches. Um, yeah. Prune the hedges. <laughs> yeah. In fairness to Lee, I would, I would be happy to switch with him right now. I'm not booging anybody. So <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and start with just as a warm up. This is a warm up. This is the this is not the Moeekin list. This is the one that you put out on the social media just to kind of get us all acclimated to what's about to happen. Sure. All right. So I just came up with these pairings kind of off the top of my head at my kitchen table. Um, so that's sort of where the pairings came from. I started with Magic Kingdom and I tried to put things against each other that you might actually have to choose between. So, for example, a first one for Magic Kingdom, I said this or that. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party or Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party? What would you pick? Halloween. God, Halloween. Uh, yeah. At first it was tough, but I think I, I, I was going to choose Halloween. Yeah, sure. so uh, Halloween yeah. Uh, for sure for me. That Everybody's walking around in cool outfits and uh, you get a lot of candy everywhere you walk. 
Well, the parades is the thing that locked it in for me, you know, because at first it was like, I don't know. But then I like, I remember the parade and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty awesome parade. Well, both of those songs get stuck <laughs> in your head. <laughs> this is yeah. true. Yeah, they both are really well. But <laughs> yeah, I have to say that. Plus, you know, people in scantily clad outfits. I mean, you know. Well, you got your headless horseman running down Main Street, too. That's kind of cool. That is true. <laughs> All right. What else you got, Rachel? Nice. All right. Well, let's head over to Epcot. We're thinking about where you'd like to hang out for a lounge. So the first would be La Cava de Tequila or the Rosen Crown Pub. What would you pick? Ooh. Ooh. La Cava, if there's space. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I was about to say the same thing because I remember when Danny and I went, uh, I thoroughly, I could have hung out in La Cava all freaking evening. Yeah. <laughs> you know? As a non-drinker, I'll go with La Cava just for the appetizers. They have good queso. Good guac, good queso. I'm really drawn to blank. Yeah. It's kind of like a either or, but um, yeah, this or that. Or this or that. <laughs> or this or that, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I go first. That is how it works. Uh, you know, because at least I know I can, can, you know, get something to eat while I, I have a beverage, so... Yeah. Well, you know, Rosen Crown's got but all those It's like really fancy, right? right? Like, isn't it like uh, it's oh. a Disney Park location? You, you don't know, okay. need dress code. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that they don't check your clothes uh, when you go into Rosen. No, Crown. no, no, at least uh, not in the clientele we've seen. Wow. <laughs> You know, you're t- I mean, Lee, I mean, Eli, you know, you talk about tons of beers at Rosen Crown and La Cafa's got beers, but not to the extent that Rosen Crown does. So I don't know. What do you think? I was going to say they have better mixed drinks over at La Cafa. Okay, yeah, well, but you say one yeah. of them is easier to get into and the other one is really packed? One's smaller than oh, the other. Yeah, right? it's tiny. Like uh, the studio we record in uh, is bigger, I think, than La, oh, La Cava. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, there's maybe like six tables in there. How you go? Mm-hmm. People watch is only six tables. That's so fun while drinking. Yeah, you really can't people watch there. All right, well, yeah, no. I'll, I'll go. No. I'll go with the uh, with the lad. I'll go with the that. Then not that, but uh, yeah, I'll go with the that. Rosen Crown Pub. Okay. You know what's funny about Rosen Crown is that like the pub, like the bar area overlooks like the dining area. So you know while you have a bunch of people packed in getting you know trashed, I guess or whatever at the pub, you have all these diners on the other side. Of not even that tall of a fence, uh, just you know, politely eating their you know whatever uh, uh, their egg and their, their various scotch egg bangers and mad yeah scotch egg and scotch bangers egg. and mash and all those kind of stuff. Whereas Lisa Cava, you, you know, there's some safety that everybody's kind of eating and everybody's you know kind of getting their drink on. Lee nailed it. When it comes to food, it's not even close. <laughs> right. By the way, all right. What what's another pairing? Yeah. So let's go to Hollywood Studios. Uh, this one I put on some attractions. Okay. So, well, and all of the lists had some attractions too, but let's look at an attraction for this one. So, Smuggler's Run or Slinky Dog Dash? Slinky Dog. Slinky Dog, yeah. I would lean towards Slinky Dog, although, you know, Smuggler's Run is a fun ride. I'll go with Slinky Dog. You're going with Slinky Dog? Okay. Yeah, ultimately. Yeah, I want to say we we might have talked about this previously, because I do remember saying there's just no substitute for actual movement. <laughs> like, right. being outside, whisking around, it, that's... There's something to be said for that as opposed to staring at a screen and pushing buttons. Well, I remember my reasoning was that, uh, I, you know, I, I would enjoy Smuggler's Run, but only if it was like filled with like friends of mine, you know, yes. kind of a thing. Yeah. that makes a difference. Yeah. Whereas on uh, on the coaster, it's like, eh, you know, it's OK if it's I have some of my friends here and that I'm still going to enjoy it. I sat next to a stranger and loved it. I like this one because people really have to make this choice when it comes to fast passes, too, because you can only get one of them. That is true. Yeah, that's true. I've, I've done Eli, what say you, sir? Yet to have- 
Yeah, I've, you know, Ash with but, I, but I hear it's a wonderful Ash toy. So, um, but yeah, I, I know that you guys speak really highly of it, and uh, yeah, I would agree. Uh, I mean, I like video rides, but um, I mean, it's no substitute for actually moving in a ride, so yeah. <laughs> No, I, I did not expect to like Slinky Dog. In fact, I, I would used to make fun of it. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what? This is this is pretty. Yeah, I've, de- I've never heard somebody <laughs> say the ride was terrible. So yeah, I, I would I would go I would go for that. That's a good point. That's a good point. A lot of people that ride it tend to enjoy it for sure. And, and to conclude our warm up, Rage, how about we just do the last park? You know, Animal Kingdom. What you got? Yeah. So this one, um, I tried to put a nighttime show on all of them. And so this one, and I think Animal Kingdom nighttime shows overall don't get a lot of love. So this one was, you can see Rivers of Light, or you can do the Tree of Life Awakenings. Mm. I've never done either one. I don't really care, care about either one of them. I really don't care about either one of them, to be honest with you. Dude, Animal Kingdom at night is beautiful. And I, I get that, but it's just like, oh, I'd rather just walk around and Go ride something, stare at a tree. No, but I know, but I mean, chances are you've ridden these things a lot during the day. I mean, just to be able to be out at night and see the tree come to life, to see Pandora light Lights, up. Yeah, it's tough. It's just a tough one for me. I mean, I've seen them both, and it's like I want. I'm leaning towards a tree because I, I do tend to watch that more, and I and I, I like that for some reason. But there's something also about the whole Rivers of Light show. I was gonna say, like, yeah, if if I never did either one, I'd, Rivers of Light, I would say number one. Having seen it. <laughs> Now, I'm kind of leaning, like you said, more towards Tree of Life. Right. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Tree of Life, too, on that one. Yeah, same here. If I had to make a choice on which to do, I would do Tree of Life just because I can leave anytime I want and just go. <laughs> 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 you know? You're kind of stuck inside the stadium until the show's over. Yeah, why are you making up your mind that it sucks before you've ever even experienced it? I didn't say it sucked. It just doesn't interest me. So, you know, I'll I'll, I'll watch it for a little while. Okay, cool. Oh, I like that. Okay, that's cool. All right, let's go. You know? <laughs> I'm kind of on, on the fence. I, I don't think I've really seen uh, either one. So I I mean, if it's just a matter of what's being lit up and then what's, I guess, taking place, I, I guess I, I would go I would go there. I would go with that first. I mean, I don't. Yeah, but I got it. I'd like to see more stuff that's happening. It's occurring to get a better, uh, what you call it, qualification or experience. That's experience. Word. But, you know, I like nature. Okay. Nature good. Nature. All <laughs> over the place crazy, with nature. <laughs> they lighten up nature. <laughs> <laughs> it's a talking tree. Who don't want that? All right, cool. So uh, we get everybody warmed up, ready to hit the uh, see what the Moicans have put yeah, up. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I, I got to hear that. Terrifying, all right, yeah. so so these are all these are all Moican host specific. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I'll let specific. Rachel explain it because I, I kind of turned over. I told her to, okay, create a group. I don't want to know what they are either. So I want to be surprised when we record this in a show. Get them weekends to contribute, see what they want us to do this or that against and what they'd like to speak. And Rachel, how did that experience go? Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I went into the Mawakin, um or Moican 33 group. And I pulled out the people um, that I was friends with because I knew I could message them and they would get the messages. You know how sometimes it gets blocked if you're not connected. Anyway, so I messaged everybody that I was connected to. It ended up being, I want to say 20 people. It was quite a few. Yeah, (laughs) it was quite a few. And and then they just kind of 
sent in by message their pairings. And I went back through the list after they all came in and compiled them into a big document. And it's about four pages. What? Holy pairings. Moses. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot. I mean, it was, you know, they were just like putting out everything they could think of, which is great. Um, so we have a lot of content, but we're, we won't have time to go through it all. But I've, I've highlighted some of the ones that I thought were going to be the biggest discussion makers. Okay. Um, and yeah. I did. I did note on my document um, where, like, who sent in that that one, just in case you want to try to guess who it was that sent in that pairing. Oh, that's, that's very interesting. interesting. That interesting yeah. And so you said you you broke it down to like starters, and then you got like some heavy discussion ones, and then you have some crazy fun off the wall ones, right? Yeah. All right. So go ahead. I'll t- I'll turn it over to you. And uh, what do you want to hit us with first? All right. Well, I'm going to go with the discussion starters first. Okay. All right. So, and not all of them are parks. So this is not necessarily a parks one. Okay. All right. So you guys all know we've, the Disney company is a little short on revenue at the moment, or at least expected revenue. And uh, Bob Chapek needs to raise revenue for the company and has to sell one of these. Which do you keep? Marvel or Lucasfilm? Oh, come on. Oh, God. Marvel. (laughs) Who did this? Um, (laughs) Wait a minute. Hold up now. Now, when you got to sell Marvel, is it just, do you still get the 20th Century Fox of the influx of the X Men? Or does it all go? I'd say all of Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Probably all or nothing. Yeah, I would say that. Okay, if that's the case, then yeah, then then I'm keeping Marvel because they haven't even touched the X Men yet. Yeah, I, I would go with uh, keeping Marvel, not just because of Marvel guy, but I mean, they kind of ran Lucasfilm into the ground, in my opinion. But yeah, considering they just botched their best shot at a new trilogy, it's hard for me to, and somehow Kathleen Kennedy still has her job, it's hard for me to go ahead and say, yeah, we need more of that. I, you know, Mandalorian was good, but I was just going to um, say Mandalorian. Yeah, but I mean, Mandalorian or right. the X-Men? <laughs> yeah, I got to go with X-Men. Like, good X-Men. Because it's been a while since I've seen a good X-Men movie. I, I'm I'm going to, I'm leaning towards Marvel too, only because like the, you know, what they've done with Lucasfilm, it, like y'all said, it has not been a lot. You know, there, there's a lot of stuff in Lucasfilm which they haven't even uh, explored yet. I mean, the whole Indiana Jones stuff, it, it's just sitting there. That's been postponed I'll, to 2020. Right, right. Right. Oh, it's they're just going to CGI his face on a on a, another actor's body or something at that point. Uh, let me ask you this, Rachel. So, in your ex- estimation, so if we go with Marvel or Lucasfilm, does that mean that it applies to the parks as well, or do we still get to keep Rise of the Resistance? Yeah. Well, I would say that because they've already built it, they would have to pay licensing to whoever buys Lucasfilm. Okay. Right. Like similar to the Pandora, right. They didn't, I know now they have avatar with the Fox acquisition, but before they just paid licensing. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Then I'll, I'll stand by what I said. Characters in Marvel that they, they, they know for who they are before they made movies out of them. Right. So you can just switch actors in and out. And if people be like, Hey, look, that dude still looks cool with claws. But with star Wars, Indiana Jones, people are used to a certain actor playing that part. And then once they switched over and say, here's a whole new thing for you to check out. Mandalorian, I, I, I'll put that aside. That was a good show, but all the new actors and whatnot, it was like my general understanding is that people weren't feeling them as well. So you got to carry over that, how you say that uh, longevity factor. 
And who knows? Somebody may, may take Lucasfilm and run with it and do a better, maybe do better job than what Disney's been doing with it. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be that hard. That's true. Right, right, right. <laughs> Lee, what did you say? I, I, I lean towards Star Wars just because I'm a bigger Star Wars fan than I am a Marvel fan, but it's hard to defend that position when they haven't done anything with the franchise that they've got. So, you know, I'd love to say Star Wars, but logically Marvel would be the better one to keep. But that's just me because I'm a Star Wars fan. But I'd go with Marvel just be f- for the logic of it. For the logic of it. Okay. But in your heart, you'd pick Star Wars. In my heart, I'd say Star Wars. But hey, Do you want to Do you want to see the continuing adventures of Poe and Finn and Rey? <laughs> no, I don't, I, the, okay. I don't care about them at all. That's what I'm saying. Like, then, it's hard. It's, you know, it's hard to say that out loud, but it's like, damn it, dude. It's like, y'all had a chance, but you blew it. That's it. You, you can't retcon the front. You can't bring back... Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and, and that's exactly and, it. Especially Carrie Fisher. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. What what do we got? So you can choose one special accommodation to stay overnight in a theme park. Which do you pick? The Dream Suite in Cinderella's Castle or Walt's apartment on Main Street? Walt's apartment. Disney. Walt's apartment. Walt's apartment. Oh wait, hold up. No one wants a Dream Suite. I'm thinking about Dream Suite. In fact, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go with the Dream Suite. I just want to take a, a, an additional second or two because I've been in Walt's apartment twice. And it's cozy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's one way to put it. No, just for sheer accommodations and whatnot. I mean, no, g- give me the dream suite. I'm taking the dream suite. I've been in Walt's apartment. I mean, I don't. I've never. You know, I, I wanted to visit Walt's apartment. I can't say I ever wanted to sleep in his bed or like well, not in the bed, the pullout <laughs> couch. Um, give me the big elegant <laughs> bed, the sofa the, bed, the and yeah. <laughs> And the, I mean, it'd be cool to make grilled cheese off his little griddle. Thing, but <laughs> other than that, no, I want that dream suite. I want to look out from the castle. I mean, I, I know, guess if yeah, I'm trying to that's what I want. impress some girl or something, yeah, Walt's apartment's not going to cut it. So, I mean, that's... Well, and also Walt's apartment's haunted. <laughs> you've seen, you've heard those stories before, but the light comes on by itself and, you know, people would be in the apartment. They would feel strange. That, yeah. I don't want, no. Uh-uh. You don't worry about <laughs> you that. You don't want the man, haunting. Walls, yeah. man. The ghosts come out all the time. I took my garbage out the other day. A ghost was waving at me. I worry about that. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see that. Like you're sleeping there and a the ghost comes out. It's like, just let it happen. And then you'd be like, Hey, I'm from New Orleans. It's all right. And the ghost is like, Oh, okay. That's cool. Like, oh, yeah. I'm just coming to get a pillow. <laughs> This is why I live in battery. <laughs> My old house was haunted. That sucked. Your old house was haunted? Oh, God, yes. My old house was haunted. Wait, the one where I, where I first discovered your Disney collection, that was haunted? No, 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 no. no. That, not that one. The house not I grew one. up in was. Like, oh, okay, I used to okay. see things and experience things, and years and years later, my we were almost about to buy a, a house somewhere, and... Long story short, I nixed it because I found out somebody died in there. My mom was like, well, what's the problem? Somebody died uh, in your room when we used to stay where we lived at. And I'm like, dude, I was feeling all these things and hearing and seeing. Y'all were like, you're crazy. And y'all made me. Why did y'all give the young kid the haunted room with a dead woman? Pick me off, man. You defend the spirits oh, with the pure baby. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Every time I walk into the bathroom, there'd be these two <laughs> twin girls in blue headset staring at me. Oh, oh, no, Dad. I'm sorry. No, that's, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. That whole, my grandmother lived next door and her house was haunted, too. Wait, where we yeah. first started recording was haunted, too? Yes. Okay. Great. I'm gonna continue drinking now. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you're scared of our houses, Kevin. Meanwhile, you live like in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> this is true. This is true. This is true. I'm sorry. 
Lord knows what's lurking outside of my uh, yeah. house at night. Yeah, I'll that. And no lights out there, nothing, but I'd rather well, that. Kevin's prepared. You come to Kevin's house, he's prepared. So he's prepared for all ghosts and whatnot. Yeah. That's right. I, I got That's a statue it. of a black bear <laughs> protecting me. That's it. All right. All right. What's next? What's that? All right. So we got a couple, a few that are more like park touring, right? So I think this first one is a choice that everybody has to make if they're a Walt Disney World you know, regular. And I think a lot of people have opinions on which way is best. So it says, you've walked through Future World in Epcot and now are heading to World Showcase to enjoy some time around the world. Where do you go? Canada first or Mexico first? Mexico. You know, you know, traditionally I've always went clockwise whenever I tour World Showcase, but hmm. Yeah, I feel like I cheat when I go Canada first because I'm always looking forward to that in curb where you get the floor of France and um, uh, London. So I always like starting in Mexico. I think that's, yeah. that's the tone. I like Mexico. Yeah, I've always, see, I've always done, we've always done that when I was growing up is start left or, you know, start going clockwise through Mexico and work our way around ending with Canada and what used to be, you know, the, the cronut, <laughs> right. which is no longer there. So it's like, well, okay, never mind. So now it's like, since I can't end with a cronut, I almost want to start Canada just so I can end with all the good stuff that's over at Mexico. That, hmm, I don't know. Like, and Canada's like the weakest though for like drinking around the world, isn't it? Right. Right. Well, maybe it, Norway. I mean, if I want to dine, maybe get the cheddar cheese soup and the uh, and the steaks and stuff. But if I don't want to do that and just enjoy a good, pass a good time, you know, I might want to end up at Mexico so that when Illuminations comes up, I'm right there. I don't know. But then no, again, Canada's got a lot more open spots to view Illuminations. I want to start strong. I want to start strong. I want to start with a margarita, feeling good. This is, it, it, no matter what. I'm going to be tired when I come out of the other end. <laughs> that's true. You're right. You know, and, and, and starting strong, that's a good point because you got Mexico. Then you got like all the stuff at Norway. Then you got all the stuff at China. That's like three good eating places for me, at least. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to continue in my tradition and just go clockwise, man. I'm, I'm starting in Mexico. I may not make it out of past China, but you know. I never make yeah. it past Germany. Uh, I'm usually there for the longest. Uh, so, yes. Is that because of the beer or the, the food or the... All that. All that. Every time I go there, there's always that lady up there. She's singing with the other two cats and then like they got the mixture of drinks. Yeah, I, 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 you can always find me just sitting right there for a good 15, 20 minutes. I've never really... I mean, I passed through Canada and I've, I've never really like went through the, you know, the ambiance. I'd be like, I like how it looks cool when I walk past it, but it's never a place where I'm like, I got to stop there first. That's nothing against it. That's just... So uh, Mexico, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I kind of hang through there uh, for a bit and uh, see what's up. But Germany is where I've stopped at. Uh, so it sounds like no matter which way you usually, start, you're stopping yeah. at Germany. Oh, yeah, yeah, like this long haul. There's my people, oh, right. Germany. There's my people. Uh, yeah, that's your people. My people. <laughs> but yeah, if I have to pick between the two, I, I go Mexico. I go Mexico. Thank yeah, the you. accent gives it that's away. Right. Yeah. Uh, free the hosen. Thank you. <laughs> Frida Hosen. All right. So similar. This one is you arrive at the transportation and ticket center, go to Magic Kingdom. Do you take the monorail or the ferry boat? Monorail. Ooh. I usually do take the monorail. Yeah. I like the monorail. Habit. Yeah. Yeah. I usually end up doing the ferry with like the monorail line was like super, super long. Right. When it comes to transportation, I'm, I'm generally looking to get in and out of there as quickly as possible. I'm not really... Like the ferry, like it's cool when you get the kind of different views and whatnot, but really, I mean, I just kind of want to either get right. to where I'm going or in as expedition of the time. That's a possible. great point. Usually you have yeah. some yeah. sort of fast pass or something booked somewhere and you have to be somewhere instantly. Right. Yeah. Or a dining thing. Yeah. 
That's exactly it. So my default is Mono yeah, for same. sure. So that's what I'm going to say. All right. One more kind of park touring one. Um, it's Central Florida on a summer afternoon. The skies have opened up and are pouring rain. Do you grab poncho. a poncho or an umbrella? Umbrella. Poncho, usually. Umbrella. Yeah, usually poncho because it comes in handy if you go to Cali yes, River Rapids yes, later yes, on. Sir. That's it. <laughs> That is true. And you can fold it up and squish it, you know, into a small little thing and shove it in your bag somewhere while getting everything wet. And then you can pick it up. (laughs) That's the problem, right? Yeah. You know, first of all, you got to get you got to unroll these from your backpack and then you got to figure out which is the top end. Put that on. And then it's like you're in a hazmat suit. You're all sweaty underneath from the humidity. And then you got to then you got to try to wring it out as best you can and throw it back in your bag and it gets everything all wet. And you know, it's like, no, yeah, dude, but like, if you have an umbrella, everything from your waist d- down is wet. It's just, but at that point, if it's the rain's that bad, it's just like, I, I'm in screw it mode. Let's, we're just going to get wet and deal with it. So, you care about your bag inside of that being wet, but not well, so much beard about your covering most of it. His beard. He's safe. <laughs> Because I could shove the poncho in a big old Ziploc and be okay. Poncho. Yeah, I'm sticking with poncho. It's got to be poncho. I mean, if you're in a torrential downpour, yeah. you got an umbrella. The right gust of wind hits it, then the umbrella just broken. You know? So I would rather the poncho. At least I could brave the weather with that. You know. Or you just hold on tight and have the Mary Poppins experience. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> Show up in some kid's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you new nanny? Where your people at? <laughs> you, you know what? Also, I want to go with ponchos because I like breaking up my my old school yellow Walt Disney World poncho uh, with the old oh, school wow, Mickey cool. on the back. Oh, good lord! Yeah, no, I, I still have that in my owner's locker down there. Thing, but I, I like that thing is still together. It hasn't fallen apart, and it's a lot thicker than the new ones that they sell these days, man. Oh God, yeah, those things are paper. They, they, they rip easily. Before you move to the next one, do you guys pre-purchase your ponchos, or you get the ones at, at the park? No. When I first bought it, I, 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 you know, I bought it, but then I usually dry it out and save it for trip after trip. I was gonna say, yeah. to me, it's like it's a rite of passage. That at some point in time, it's like who's gonna crack first and ask for the poncho. We try to go without the poncho, even if it does rain, we'll just hang out someplace. Like a perfect example is when we went to um, was it not just no, it's very merry. We went to very merry, and it just. A torrential downpour the entire night through. I mean, we held out until the last possible moment where it's like, okay, we're not getting out of this. You know, the gift shop where they, you know, make the crystals and stuff like that. We'd watched, like, we were there long enough. We saw a guy make an entire vase. It was, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, I was about right, to ask how like, long that was. <laughs> we got to go somewhere at some point. So finally, yeah, you kind of give down. it about what, 20 minutes, and then you're like, well, I guess we're just going to get wet. Yeah. We're going to get yeah. wet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. right. Cool. All right. So let's shift into restaurants a little bit. Dining. All right. So uh, Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Room or Trader Sam's Grog Grotto? Whichever one's at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Grog Grotto. Okay. Definitely the, the, tiki room. the Tiki Room. OG Tiki Room. Yeah, where I lost my credit card. Yes. Where I left my credit card. <laughs> That's Absolutely. how fun it was. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. So this cool. one is best for kind of a heavy, like the heavy sort of home cooking type meal. So this is 50s primetime or Liberty Tree Tavern. 50s. Man, on location, I want to go Liberty Tree, but yeah, I'm, I'm not big on the types of food that they serve there. So yeah, I would. I, if it's about the meal, I'm going 50s. I also don't like being <laughs> yelled at by waitresses. Yeah. At Liberty Tree? No, no, no. I'm talking about 50s. 
Oh, 50s. Uh, yeah. So you're, you're picking 50s? You're not picking 50s? I'm picking 50s. Oh, you're picking 50s. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm picking 50s because I do enjoy that peanut butter and jelly shake, milkshake. Oh, that's good. That is good. It's very heavy, but it's very good. And they got good fried chicken there. What about yeah, you guys? I'm about to say. I'm about to say. I'm used to people fussing at me, though, so that doesn't. Yeah, guilty is charged. <laughs> All right, so this one's California Grill or Narcoozies. Mm. Damn, California oh. Grill or Narcoozies? Is that what, you, what? That's what you said. Oh. Yes, <clears throat> I could probably get into Narcoozies easier. Yeah, this is tough. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah, this is a tough one. Man. Okay, Narcoozies like while the fireworks are going off. Man. Oh, what are the yeah, thunder going off? Holy Moses. That's not me. <laughs> that is thunder. It's like thunder, lightning. Yeah. It's like we're in a tiki lounge. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The gods were happy. So they, that's, uh, yes, the gods were happy. Yeah. Ah, Narcozzi's California. I'm going oh, damn. Yeah. I, I love them both. I love them both. But memory wise, it's usually been like a pretty uh, chill time. It's, you know, it's pretty relaxed. Like you say, you can kind of look out, see the fireworks uh whatnot a better assortment of food for what i eat but i mean that's a very tough choice and we had the brunch at narcoozies too right the secret brunch that didn't have no more yeah that, that, okay so that's a good point there eli so rachel does this include the sunday <laughs> brunch <in California laughs> Grill? uh the, it just said california girl in narcoozies probably dinner because then it would be head to head i was going to assume dinner so for dinner i am going to go narcoozies because there's something about being right there out in the water the electrical water pageant passes right in front of you i mean i like the sushi over at california yeah, california that's what's getting me uh, dude. yeah uh, but you go uh, broke dude like one roll <laughs> 20 something dollars it's like i got a california roll. <laughs> you're right you're right you're i'm right. still hungry uh but i'm broke <laughs> No, man. Uh, uh, I hate to say it. And then Eli's got a good point where the atmosphere is a little bit more frantic in, in California Grill. It's so much more chill in Narcoozies. Yeah, I'm going Narcoozies. I th- yeah. This is, uh, this a good, is. That's a good point. Man, who did this to us? What the hell? <laughs> this one was Kirk. Kirk. Oh, this Kirk. one was Kirk. Oh. The rise on that one. Dang it. It's like bamboo shoots up your fingernails kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Choose this one. But yeah, I, no, I'm going to go with Narcoozies. It's tough. If I could get the right time, I would go with California Grill. And I know that you can go anytime and then come back and that's that and the other, but I don't want to mess with that. I'd rather just go the one time. So if I get the right dinner time that I want, I will go with California Grill. Because either way, either way, I'm probably having a steak. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not getting sushi. I'm not getting any like exotic, you know, weird meal. I'm just getting steak and potatoes and you know, whatever. And they're both good. So, well, um, Lee, uh, if you're if you're looking to get the uh, the best time over California Grill, I know a great travel agent named Rachel. Uh, just Rachel. ask her; she can answer anything. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, uh, what is the ideal dinner time at California Grill? Well, it depends on when the fireworks are. Sometimes they 7:30. change. Yeah, seven thirty is okay, but a lot of times the fireworks are at nine or ten, though. I was gonna so say, then I'm you're too early. Nine. So I think you you more want to. If the fireworks are late that night, nine or ten, you want to get like eight thirty. I like seven thirty ish, and then you can, you know, you get settled in. You linger a little bit. You're usually finishing up dinner about the time the fireworks start, because that's not a thirty minute meal. That's a good hour, hour and a half meal. And then you're finishing up right around nine o'clock. That's and then you're holding you know, up the a table. Starts. No, you you don't have to hold up a table. You you go to the little platform or whatever. 
Like now I can't see my fireworks because my reservation was for 8.30, but some <laughs> won't get up from his table. <laughs> a 7.30 reservation, you're going to finish dinner around 9. You know, I don't care what time, but those freaking sides just floored me last time we ate there. I, I, I can't. I'm thinking about it right now. My mouth's watering. Oh, Kirk, thank you. <laughs> All right. So we're going to give California Grill one more shot. So it's California Grill or Tiffin's. Oh, man. I'm going to go California Grill because last meal at Tiffin's, last two meals at Tiffin's were not as wonderful as that first one. And sometimes your waiter makes a big difference. I That's guess. true. But the meal itself, the food wasn't as great. Although, I, man, I do like eating in the animal kingdom. Mm. Um, but no, it's, it's California Grill. It's just as close as it was in Narcoosies, I can't even make an excuse on this one. It's, it's California Grill. Yeah, I really like Tiffins if you listen to the show, um, but, but I'm going to have to go with California Grill on this one um, just because, I mean, the, the views, if anything, you know, uh, just, I mean, granted, you know, it's Animal Kingdom, it's cool to look at, but I mean, you can't look out on to, say, Magic Kingdom or, you know, have that, that, that whole uh, panorama outside your dining room uh, area versus, you know, versus what Tiffin has, um, which is like Pandora or parts of it, even if that much. So it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with California Grill. I'll get my sushi that way. Even though Tiffin's has the better bar. It does. Far. It does. This is true. Yeah, I would go California Grill. I have not actually been to Tiffin's yet, but I'm planning my 50th birthday trip next year. And, you know, I want to go to California Grill for on my birthday 100%. So anything I think under that kind of just like, okay, I don't mind if I do this or I don't do that. But that's one that I don't want to miss for my birthday. Nice. Yeah, I do appreciate the more exotic choices. Uh, at Tiffin's, but you know, yeah, still California girl for me. You know, but and you say that, and that's absolutely true. Uh, but that can play against it as well at times, right? Yeah, for like some, I've gone yeah. in there and the menus change a little bit, and it's like, oh, they don't have the scallops like I used to yes. like. And I'm looking yes. at this, and there's not really anything I want to try there. But that's a very good point, Danny. You're absolutely right. It changes more frequently than California girl would. And sushi is kind of exotic over at Disney, to be honest with you, because there's not that many restaurants outside of Japan. That in California Grill that I can think of, uh, Morimoto and Disney Springs. Anything else in Mister Kona Grill? But it's really not, not the yeah, same level. No, like prepackaged. Yeah, sushi. Everybody choose. Eli, did yeah. you go on that one? No, I just I just listened. To it. Y'all pretty much covered most of the same points. I mean, I didn't. I don't think I've gone again since the first time I went with uh, Daddy and his family. And there was that mystical moment with uh, what was that? Brandy? What was the two hundred year old? Uh, Pappy, Pappy Van, Van Winkle. Van Winkle. Yeah. And, uh, and and Cam being a waiter, yeah. So I mean, like that was as the last time that I want. Yeah, I want to say it's the last time I went, but it's a very exotic menu. And I'm like one of those people. I'm on the fence, right? I'm mm-hmm. on the fence because, um, like you guys said, uh, the menu helps it and it hurts it. It's like playing uh, like pressure luck or something. Like you can mm-hmm. be like, oh, I don't know if I want buffalo testicles, but it could be really good. <laughs> you know, I don't know. If, I don't know how to. They don't have pictures or nothing on the menu. So it's not appetizing. Oh, pictures of the testicles that may change your mind. Right, exactly. No, put, those, you know what I'm those, saying? Uh, buffalo fries, Eli. Buffalo, buffalo fries with that. Buffalo yeah, fries. buffalo nuggets. Exactly. Sweet water nuggets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sweet water nuggets. Uh, but but yeah, no. California Grill is uh, like you said. It's a it's a, it's straightforward. Uh, it's a it's a very cool ambiance, and that's what made it tough to compare with. Narcoozies, but, but as far as yeah, the, the setup and the look of it, um, California Grill is pretty, pretty straight on. All right. So, snacks, turkey leg or churro? Churro. Turkey leg. 
I'm doing churro. I'm, Eli's yeah. going to pick turkey leg. I already picked it. Yeah, that's, a, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> already done. That was done. That's easy. Yeah. All right. These are kind of quick. So uh, pepper jack pretzel or the cream cheese pretzel? Oh, have mercy. Pepper jack. Oh, wait. Which pepper one jack. actually exists? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good question. Good question. Call Kirk. Where, Kirk, go do some research. Good question. Interrogate <laughs> him. Like SVU, Kirk. That was him. He sent that in. Yeah. Oh, figures. Not yeah. Figures much. What was uh, the pepper jack pretzel or what? The cream cheese <laughs> cream pretzel. Show. Most of the places that have the pepper jack pretzel also have the cream cheese one. I want pepper jack. I, I like the pepper for, jack. Yeah, I would go for pepper jack. Now, if it was a jalapeno cheddar, now <laughs> gushing. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. right. Uh, this one is Dole Whip or Citrus Swirl? Dole Whip. Wait, what's a citrus swirl? Yeah, I was is that the Dole Whip and or well, what is the citrus swirl? The citrus swirl is the orange. Um, orange. It's oh. orange Dole Whip, and you can get it swirled with vanilla. Okay, so it is a Dole Whip. That's what I thought. Okay, uh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah, I would take I'm that. more the orange fan than the pineapple fan. I just want to make sure we were talking about the same thing, because it's been I a while. Remember, yeah, I'll do the Dole Whip. I'll do the Dole Whip. Yeah, yeah, I like the original. This one is Starbucks or Joffrey's? Starbucks. <laughs> Holy cow, I'm not even a Starbucks. <laughs> oh, God awful. <laughs> Who put that in there? That was uh, Alexander Doucette. Oh, Doucette, oh. she says. Oh. Doucette, yeah. she says. Oh, no, Starbucks, girl. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Starbucks, Starbucks has my uh, my dragonberry refresher mango. That's Whatever. awesome. Yeah, Go like I'm, I'm from New Orleans. Like we like our coffee. We have like chicory in our coffee. We love to taste coffee. And like Starbucks, I'm like, wow, this is kind of bland coffee. And then I remember, because like, I had Joffrey's beforehand, and I was like, oh god, that we they doing Starbucks at Disney? Oh, that's awesome. Like I was I was pumped for Starbucks, and Starbucks is like my third choice when I'm I'm it, back home. Yeah. Right. Was it used to be back in the day, Sanka or something like that? <laughs> oh god, <laughs> something Sanka. terrible. Wasn't Sanka. that freeze dried coffee? <laughs> yeah, so it was like Taster's Choice or something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> All right. So this one is Who is the better New Orleans theming? New Orleans Square in Disneyland or Port Orleans French Quarter in Walt Disney World? Disneyland. Yeah. 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 It's just like New Orleans except clean. <laughs> but well, my, my favorite story with that was the politician who was running for office down here and she set up her website. And she had a picture of her, but uh, in the background was the quarter. But there was something a little off in the quarter, and people were looking at it. And sure enough, they had the little telltale uh, garbage cans. And she had used, like, she I guess she Google searched and couldn't find a picture of the quarter, the actual quarter that she liked that was decent enough. And she found a picture <laughs> of uh, New Orleans Square and used that instead and had no idea it wasn't the real quarter. That's how close it was. Needless to say, she didn't win. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I guess not. <laughs> I remember being in Port Orleans one time. And it was just like uh, we were visiting to go somewhere, uh, picking up somebody. I can't remember what it was. Me. Um, and just being I like, hmm? well, yeah, that's right. That was you. You were staying there. That's it. Uh, and just, you know, thinking to myself, like, yo, I don't, I don't want to stay at a place that reminds me of home. I want to stay at a place that I feel like I'm somewhere else. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, better Hollywood Studios Park Weenie, the Chinese theater or the sorcerer's hat? <laughs> Park okay, Weenie. So- <laughs> oh, I, I feel like well, okay. So I think some of these got pulled from the post that I put up, and someone <laughs> asked me that same thing. To me, the hat is not so bad, but I, quote unquote, grew up with the hat. By the time I went to Disney World for the first time, the hat was already there, so I never saw it. Sans hat. It's always been there every time I've gone. 
So to me, that's it's no big deal, and it's what I was used to seeing. So the hat doesn't bother me as much. I, I don't mind the hat. I gotta apologize. I was thinking hot dog. <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> I must have been drinking too much. But I, that's why I thought Lee was chiming in because of the hot dog question. But no, weenie, yeah. weenie. Okay, weenie. Pull you into the park, dizzy kind of weenie. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Neither one of them really did anything for me. I mean, I had a fondness of the great movie ride, but like it was hard to see. Like, and in terms of the weenie, it's supposed to be something huge that, that you can see from far away that that draws you in. You kind of got to get up a little bit close before you can see the the Chinese theater. I thought, uh, and really appreciate what it would like what you were seeing. So, but I'm going to stick with Chinese theater just because. I mean, there was nothing that made me want to draw closer to the hat. It's like, oh look, hat. <laughs> that was about it. Yeah, I'm going with Chinese theater too because that's what, that's what I grew up on. That's what I first saw. Yeah, me too. All right, the Carousel of Progress song, "Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow" or "Now Is the Time." Ooh, wow, that's a good one. That is a good one. I'll go with "Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow" because I, I when I was little, I, it was "Now Is the Time" for me. Yeah, I remember. Now is the best time. Yeah, "Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow" is just more iconic. It's a classic. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, I'm going to go Great Big Beautiful tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to do that too. Let me do that too. Even even though that's what I grew the other one's what I grew up with, I'll, I'll yeah. stick with the original. All right, so similar, talking about songs. Which song for the rest of your life? Let It Go or It's a Small World? For the rest of my life? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You have to listen to it the rest of your life. Are I we guess. being I don't know. tortured for the rest of our <laughs> I think so. I think so. I think this is a bad Who Who did that? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, this one I didn't write it down. I want to say it was Kurt. I want to say neither, neither. For the rest of my life, neither. As a police officer who <laughs> who knows a thing or two about eliciting a confession, I suppose uh, his torture techniques are top notch. Wow. Hmm. You have to choose. I mean, I'm I'll, I'll go with let it go. If I have the choice, I have to choose. I'm leaning towards small world because at least I get the different languages. Uh, yeah. I think. I think. I think. I don't mind let it go, but damn. <laughs> I think I could. Ooh, these. This is. Tough. I would go with small. I I would go with small world. I'll go with, if I have to take one. I take neither. But if I have to take one, I would take small world because I can just kind of walk around. I'd be like la 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 la. I don't know. Uh, let it go. That's too much. There's too many high pitches and bars and I, don't, <laughs> no, I can't. I couldn't pull that song. Off. You can't hit the notes. Small That's world. why you don't like the song. You know, you know, I'm gonna yeah. go with let it go just because it exists on different pl- like small world is just happy and cheery all the way through there's twist in, yeah like yeah. The, the actual uh the, the song let it go how it starts off sad and it just becomes this empowerment there, there's more range uh i guess you would say it's happening there so there's more going on in the song uh, i'm gonna go with i guess i'll go with let it go i mean uh <laughs> exactly yeah. that's what i'm saying yeah either one i choose i'm gonna be like Ugh. it's like you, you do you want a, uh, a series of shots or do you want a suppository <laughs> <laughs> your choice yeah i think this one was actually Susanna. oh wow really? yeah okay that was t- it got pushed down because a lot of people responded to it like ah! <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah yeah so that's her. All right. Should I transition to kind of the the wrap up ones, kind of the silly ones? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Why not? All right. So this one is: Who wore it better, the Yeti from Expedition Everest or Lee's beard? (laughs) 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 Tough choices. Tough choices. Moving. Disco beard. Hey, look. Both of them don't move as much. So. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Neither one is working right now, so it's just tough. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, you know, I gotta go with the I gotta go with the Yeti. Are you? Lee can rock the beard. Yeah, Lee can rock the beard, but the Yeti is he's just he's just really you know it's terrifying and whatnot. Lee's beard has like chipmunks in it and stuff. That's right. Like I'm with the Eli on this one. I mean, like the Yeti, it looks stylish. The hair on him, like with Lee, I mean his beard, it just. Yeah, it just it never it doesn't. It's like Spanish moss. It just kind of like goes off in different directions, and it's oh no no. There's nothing stylish about Lee's beard at all. The Yeti, you know, the Yeti has some style to him. He's got style. That's right. Lee, do you condition your beard? Do you do any of that stuff like beard yeah. care? Love, yeah. yeah. Mm, shampoo, conditioner, oils. He needs a trim. It it's like a shape. I do need to trim it though, for real. It, it's not in a shape. There's no shape to his beard whatsoever. Yeah, you know, Lee, Lee just needs some natural juices and berries, man. That's what it is. That's the problem. He's using all those chemicals. Ultra perm. Not ultra perm. No, man. Natural juices he, and berries. All the ultra ultra perm. Perm. That one is credit to uh, Mr. Hercher. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, is, this is rough. All right, Mr. Monomus. All right. So this is a, another who wore it better, but this is the no pants edition. This is Winnie the Pooh or Donald Duck. Oh wow! Uh, one one is the centerpiece of an entire show. Uh, at the very end, he's the finale. When your duck butt is the finale of the <laughs> yes. show, you've got Eli's sh- favorite finale. Wait, there's yeah. a poo butt too, isn't there? He's sticking out of the um, oh its hole, right? In the ride, they're trying to pull him out. He doesn't bring the show to a close quite That's the same true. way. That's true. Although. <laughs> There's something a little bit more iconic about Winnie the Pooh being stuck and his butt hanging out. In fact, they parried it and uh, Jay and Silent Bob, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They uh, did. They sure did. Rachel, hold up. Now you made me rethink it. Mm. <laughs> I don't can, can I just check, Br'er, uh, check uh, choose Br'er Bear's butt in Splash Mountain instead? <laughs> no, that's impressive. That is impressive. That is more iconic to me. <laughs> um, but no, I can't choose between that one. All right. So. Yeah. So Donald Duck. Donald Duck. These Damn. questions are not right. They're just not right. <laughs> that's, the, that's how my weekends, man. They know us. All right. Let's All see. Right, so who's got more back? <laughs> I would I would say, I would say, Kevin, why you think of it? Uh Donald still wins besides the, the duck butt actual action. As far as what I've known from you, I expect you to pick Donald, man. You like that one. Well, yeah, that's what I would keep over my mantle place, but I'm just saying this elasticity <laughs> with Oh, that's Donald's a good point. Butt. What would look better over my mantle place? His butt or Pooh's butt? Yeah, exactly. Well, there's Something about saying poo butt over and over and make kind of yeah, no, I was gonna say, like, not, the more I think about it, I'm going with Wayne the Poo. <laughs> Look at my poo butt over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is- Donald butt, but this is not the same. Donald butt, poo butt, poo butt, duck butt, <laughs> duck butt. Time out, time out. I think we lost Lee. Oh, yeah, wait, let's see. Oh, did we lose Lee? Yeah, he did. He says it's just spinning. Maybe his power went out too. He's trying something. to reboot. Well, we can we can come back to poo or Donald Duck. This next one is uh. Lee probably doesn't want to answer anyway. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, then I want him. I want him to answer it even more so now. <laughs> <laughs> this one is Lee can only help you with one task. What help do you want? Trip planning or shoe packing? <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. gotta be Kirk. Yeah, that yeah. is. Yeah, Kirk. yeah, it was only, Kirk. Only, <laughs> only Kirk would know that. <laughs> Trip plan. Uh, well, there's a lot of people out there uh, who are very well adapted and we happen to be talking to one of them that can help book your vacation, but there's nobody out there that I have ever heard that can tell you exactly which shoes you should wear on a, in an airplane, which yes. shoes are appropriate for um, 
what you know which days Matching, color match it to your outfit like i've never saw that with tennis shoes before so i would have to go with the shoe packing i'm with you i, I don't know if you ever seen the movie boomerang with eddie murphy but uh john boomerang <laughs> mushroom shirt yeah, yeah, John Witherspoon, rest his soul. That, that's what Lee reminded me of when we went on that trip. He was like, yeah, you got to get this to coordinate. Coordinate. Yeah. Uh, I, and look, I would go with the shoe pack, and not only that, since he also is an auditor of a shoe uh, store, you get, like, discount on some tennis shoes as well. So, I mean, you know. Lee's back. And there's Lee. I was trying to. I was working on getting Lee back in. Uh, so Rachel, what was it again? What am I choosing? I'm choosing shoes. Oh, so yeah. So Lee, this was uh, submitted by Kirk Landry, and his question was: Lee can only help you with one task. What help do you want? Trip planning or shoe packing? Shoe packing, man. You guys already know how to plan a trip. <laughs> so you're going with you go shoe packing is that what you say for <laughs> you guys in particular yes maybe not all of my weekends but for you guys y'all been y'all been several times you know how to plan your own trip see that's you know since i don't have the access to the amount of shoes like you do i would be curious to learn <laughs> shoe matching could, to my outfit with your current shoe inventory well, yeah, not just that, but how to pack the damn thing for like a trip because that was impressive. <laughs> you know, dude, like, you know, I exp- I anticipate like going with Lee. Like, you never seen like some of those movies where the girlfriends go out shopping and is that one girl like, oh, girl, you knew. Like, I picture that's what it's like going out with Lee shoe shopping, where he's like, oh, you can't wear those shoes with that. You need these kind of shoes and stuff. And the way he directs you through your shoe buying experience uh, experience and and yeah. seeing that he works at a journeys, he could probably give me a discount too. This is true. That's true. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, to be fair, I, I bought some Sanooks when we were out in Disneyland because I need a new pair of shoes. And he recommended those. And I wear those constantly. I love those shoes. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with shoe pads. Yeah, I mean, we were out downtown and we were, and Kevin was like, I need some shoes. I was like, dude, I just saw a Sanook store over here. That's where we're going. I'm like, what the hell is Sanooks? He's like, just come <laughs> on. It's kind of like, what would you say? It's kind of like wearing sand, people that like yeah, sandals. Yeah, it's like sandals, but then it's like wearing sandals, but you're not wearing sandals. Because I like sandals. And then I put them on and I'm like, holy <laughs> crap, these are great. So, yeah, I'm going with shoes. Yeah, Lee, tell me about shoes. <laughs> That's what I want. I'll hook you up. Lee, Lee, did you have a verdict on Pooh or Donald Duck? Who wears the no pants better? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't Some hear that one. Um, Winnie the Pooh or Donald Duck? Yeah, it's the who wore it better no pants edition. Hmm. <laughs> That's, <so laughs> That's a weird enough. question. Uh, <laughs> I think Donald would get my vote because you ain't telling him nothing, you know? Like, if you don't agree with his uh, style or his attire, then you can't tell him nothing. You can going to tell you off. So I'm going to leave Donald alone and let him do what he does. Oh, so you're saying, like, maybe if you got on Winnie about not wearing any pants, he'd be like, oh, bother. You're oh, right. bother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see that. That's a, that's a good logic. That's fair, okay. yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. What else? Oh, we want to keep going? All right. No. Um, sure. Maybe, maybe one or two more. Maybe. Yeah. You guys want to do attractions or movies? Characters? Um, oh, characters. Characters sounds intriguing, yeah. Yeah, characters. Do, the, the, uh, why, we why, hadn't done that yet. Do you do one, one, one of each. One of each. Yeah, one of each, yeah, and then we'll wrap this up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look at my list of characters. Pick, pick the most interesting one. Yeah, I like this one. I think it's kind of off the wall. So you got to pick a wizard, Merlin or Yensid. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Okay, Ooh, so wow. which one's Yensid? Yensid is a fan from Fantasia. Fantasia, yeah. Okay, yeah. and then Merlin is from Sword in the Stone, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Or sorcerer in the wait a minute. Yeah, yeah sword in the stone. 
You're yeah, right. Merlin. Okay. I like Merlin. He's a, fu- he's a funny dude. I don't know. He was such a screw up. Wasn't like, he? Like, didn't he have trouble? Like, he was kooky. Yeah, he was, kooky. He was yeah, fun. He was definitely kooky. Yensid is Disney backwards. I mean, so that was supposed to be. Yensid was intense. And he was a. He fussed at Mickey, which I thought was cool. Yeah, you know, it takes a it takes a lot of a lot of power to be able to control Mickey Mouse. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. put me down for Yin Sid. Yeah, I'm putting. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm doing Yin Sid too. Yin Sid, yeah, he's pretty cool. He's got the dancing brooms that can clean his house for him. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. them scary ass brooms and big ass brooms coming around there. You saw it. Well, you gotta learn how to control the broom, man. You gotta sweet talk the brooms to clean in your house. I can't, <laughs> I can't talk yeah. a broom that's not animated. I mean, you saw Mickey did. He he created a flood. Yeah, <laughs> the deluge. <laughs> All right, last one. What you got? No, wait, uh, two more, two more, two more. Oh, two All more, right, two more, two more. I'll do like an off wall, and then we'll do another. So this one is the smell in Pirates of the Caribbean, like the water smell, or yeah. the Stitch's Great Escape chili dog smell. Oh, wrong! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, give me that pirate smell give me that all day. Dank yeah. water smell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dank is classic. Right. Yeah. But that, that chili burp. Nah, I'm good with that. That lingers burp. with you. Yeah. Now, now, if I had to choose between yeah. the water smell and pirates and the water smell and splash, that might be a little bit tougher. But that would be tough. The chili dog thing, I never want any part of. I'm gonna say, is this about which one we would rather have, or which one is worse? Uh, like, which one you would rather rather have? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The water. Yeah, I'm going with that coronavirus water. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that chili smell just kind of reaches up and pulls a hair out of your nose. <laughs> yeah, like you mentioned it, and it's like I can like the back of my brain can smell it again. It's crazy. Now, like a better question would have been like the chili dog smell or the skunk smell in Figment. Mm. Which has gotten weaker over the years, I found. Yeah, it has. Yeah. I remember when I first wrote it, it was pretty damn potent. If I went based upon that, I'd probably take the, the chili smell over the skunk. Because, oh, I'd, man. I would take the skunk because like, like, you'd get it for one smell, and just as quickly as it came, it was gone. There was no was lingering gone. effects. Right, because your vehicle moved. That's a All good right, point. Like Kaiser Soze. <laughs> 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 All right, what's next? All right. This is the last one? I guess yeah. so. Yeah, yeah right. sure. There's another All really right. good one out there. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's a ton. So there's oh, wow. a bunch still left. You know, we only got. Might have to do part two to this. Yeah, yeah. we we, we could um, save it for another show. Yeah, this sounds like fun. All right, so this one we love talking about rides and uh, ride technology. So I like this one. This is the Jack Sparrow audio animatronic or the Kylo Ren audio animatronic. Oh, wow. ooh, I don't know. Ooh. But there's three Jack ooh. Sparrows. There are. Two Kylo Ren's? No, there's there's only uh, one. Wait, it's a wait, video. It's, it's a video in the beginning, right? And then there's a video the in the interrogation. It's a video. No, I think there are two. When he jumps down, I think it's two Kylo Ren's to three Jack Sparrows. And the Kylo Ren when he's on the bridge, not a very impressive Kylo Ren. Yeah, the well, only. The Jack Sparrow in the barrel isn't very impressive either. That's, that's a good point. Very good point. But the only animatronic uh, Kylo Ren is the one where he's controlling the cars, right? The, the no, 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 no. There's, there's, there's one where he's on the bridge talking to uh, Hux. Um, that's a, that's the, animatronic or is that a video? No, that's an animatronic. It's a video yeah. where him and Hux interrogate you. Oh, that's right. That's, that's what I'm thinking of. You're right. You're right. You're right. Rachel's right. I mean, the Jack Sparrow one in the barrel isn't very impressive, but you can see his face. Like with Kylo Ren, he's in that mask. So right. you never get to see the face. Where is that face? That's Johnny Depp. So, oh my God, I wish I could split the difference because on movements alone, I would go with Kylo Ren. And that's only because um, it's a newer animatronic. Right. And right. well, well, that and, and the Johnny Depp animatronic, uh, animatronic, all three of them really don't move. I mean, one. Right. That's true. He, 
yeah, the, the chair rocks back and forth. And so I guess it's all in how you define it. So I, I would say an animatronic form in terms of movement, Kylo Ren better in terms of, of look Johnny Depp better. So it's up to me to define it. Uh, y'all go. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say which one fits the, the, the area or the, the time period. This is a good question. Who came yeah, up with Yeah, who did this? This is Hercher. Mr. Hercher. Hercher. Oh, wow. Oh. Really good. Um, I almost want to say the animatronic, even though more advanced for Jack Sparrow, but it was fit as far as movement-wise to fit the surrounding animatronics of this day. Well, you were so excited to see that giant depth animatronic at first like oh look giant depp in the in, in pirates of the caribbean oh my god it, it was so cool to see that whereas kylo ren is just part of the i mean you're just as excited to see you know uh like the a cannon fin? Fire the no i don't know about no fin um but it is kind of cool when you turn around there's a fin there's a fin um, yeah shoot but then again with johnny depp's indiscretions now it's kind of like eh. and several bad pirate movies you're kind of over johnny depp so i'll shoot i'll go with kylo ren that's it Okay. Anybody else got something? I don't because I have not gotten to see Kylo Ren yet in action. So my only reference point is um, is pirates. But you know, if the new one is as good as it seems to be, it would probably win out over pirates for me. When it worked. Okay. When it worked. Interesting. It worked. You see, that's another one. But maybe that's maybe because the movements are less with the Jack Sparrow. That it's less chance of downtime. Yeah, it's jerky with Jack Sparrow, but but it matches the jerkiness of the older animatronics too. So it's like Mm. they made the newer, even though it's a newer robot, fit the style of the of the rest of the animatronic. Which credit to them. Thank thankfully they did that. I mean, if it comes down to which one would you rather see live? A a, a shirtless Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, who don't want a force time with Kylo Ren on the ride? If, you know, that's a new attraction time. in uh, Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> Pasty, doughy, hairless chest. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll, I'll take I'll, I'll take um I'll I'll take Jack Sparrow. Yeah, you can't go either way. Yeah. So Lee, Eli, what, what did y'all pick? Lee, you were kind of on the. You said you were going with. Well, uh, I, I would say was I would default to the opinion of someone who's experienced both and. You know, having never experienced Kylo Ren, I'd have to say Johnny Depp. But if Kylo Ren is that much better, who, who's dreamier? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> didn't did you have an experience? Oh, well, you know, I mean, I Johnny know. Depp is at least at least um, Jack Sparrow is a lovable alcoholic. You know, ah, and the other one's just a psychopath. So, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's the thing because I haven't written Ride of the Resistance yet, so I don't. It's kind of. It's kind of a tough. Technically, I would say like you you got to give Kylo credit for the lightsaber going through the ceiling as that's, well, right? That's right. True. That's what I was going to say. He, he has a lightsaber, and even his, though you don't see him, I mean that's a pretty impressive animatronic effect as well. But yeah, it's it's iconically his. So yeah, I was going to say I would go for Kylo Ren with helmet and outfit, not nipples out. Kylo Ren, but uh, just some, uh, <laughs> there is no nipples out. There's a, I, I, <laughs> sure. I haven't read the ride yet, so I wasn't sure. Maybe oh, he wants. Uh, that's what he wants to see. I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what he wants in his dream. I've been distance for a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was uh, that was definitely a woo. That was a tough one, Ando. <laughs> that was pretty. Cool. Oh, these are tough. Man, the weekends. Look at you guys delivering the goods. Jeez. Yeah. Thanks, everybody who sent them in. That was great. And you said there's more of these? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I probably, we probably got through about half. Wow. Half? Half. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're good. We'll save these for another uh, this or that episode. But holy Moses, man, that good kudos to you guys. 
I have yeah. a feeling like at three thirty in the morning, I'm going to wake up and I'm like, oh shoot, should have gone with Johnny Depp because that thing. Yeah, no, I know that's how good some of these questions were. Where it just you couldn't answer this and simultaneously, it just, it just it's something you really have to marinate on. I'll tell you the one that stuck out to me was the Yeti beard one. That one, that one <laughs> was, was pretty good. <laughs> that was, yeah. Something else should have your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Well, Rachel, thank you for coming yeah. on taking some time out of the Saturday and, and helping us with this. I, I like I said, I wanted to maintain surprise for myself. So I appreciate it for sure. Yeah, no problem. Happy to help. It's great to talk to you guys. Can we say if the Mohicans come up with like some epic ones in the meantime, until we do this again, they can just send it to you through that. Yeah, please message. do. I'll add it to the list. Awesome. Well, yeah. So well, wait, the- is, is, are we saying goodbye to, to Rachel? Cause shouldn't we let her pimp her wares? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Would you like to pimp your wares? Oh, sure. So <laughs> <laughs> that. I didn't mean that to make it on the air, but <laughs> that. okay. Well, because this was kind of an Instagram inspired challenge. If you want to follow my, my page on Instagram, it's at our family magic and R is just the letter R like Rachel. So our like family. <laughs> yes. Yes. Our family magic. That's how you can find me on Instagram. Do you have like a Facebook? I mean, um, the name of your travel agency. Oh a- yeah. Well, yes. So my Instagram page is for my travel agency and I work for uh, middle of the magic travel. And if you want to book a trip, I'd be happy to help. Um, I've got some time. on my hands <laughs> right now. So She's got time. Have- Lee's got time. Ain't yeah, nobody doing anything. <laughs> you'll have a very dedicated travel agent. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask y'all, like uh, you and Lee, y'all both travel agents. Let me ask y'all something like just real quick. I mean, have y'all heard anything about Disney? Uh, discontinuing, you know, uh, paying travel agents. No. no. Okay, because I heard a rumor about that. Um, oh my god! Like, uh, I heard a rumor. where it was just basically like, yeah, I mean, they're just they're so cash strapped at this point in time, and they're having to review things where they're looking into that as a possibility. That's something somebody speculated, or it was a rumor. I can't. I, yeah. I really, I mean, as of, I read it. So far, they've protected all our commissions for. Um, trips that have been canceled and like there's some different qualifications on whether or not the commissions are protective but no i i feel like so far disney has made things right with the travel agents Um, i would say of all of the and i'm not disparaging any other vendor or you know destination or whatever but disney has gone above and beyond what they needed to do to help everybody out i can tell you that Um, yeah i've heard some complaints about the adventures by disney part of the company um but i haven't sold any of that so oh interesting <laughs> yeah you're that not getting money back for that that's just too much no well no i actually canceled my trip and got all my money back but they didn't do anything out of the ordinary like with for example disney cruise line where you're getting the additional 25 percent for rebooking in a certain time frame and things like that but yeah you know, free dining definitely the park. yeah they definitely got your money back i mean they're they're not keeping anybody's money i can tell you that i don't um, think they paid the travel agents stuff yeah well that's unfortunate, but yeah, if, you know, now if they traveled and they didn't pay them, that's a different conversation. Right, right, right. But if they had to cancel and they didn't, we don't get paid commission on that, then that's to me, that's unfortunate, but it's also like if anyone else canceled a trip for any other reason, you wouldn't get paid the commission either. To me, it's not expected, but of course these are, 
we're living in very unexpected times. So, you know, the fact that Disney even said, hey, even though this person's not traveling, we will still pay you for it. That's unheard of. So, yeah, they've been good. Interesting. Yeah, definitely. No, I'm sure y'all will keep us posted as far as all that stuff goes. Yeah. And, and let, who knows what happens next month, but right now everything's right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot more going on, on your Instagram page than there is in Lee's. Isn't that correct, Rachel? <laughs> Uh, I am working on Instagram. Yeah, I'm trying to get some more more followers and uh, kind of trying to work it up a little bit, do some different things. But I have linked it to my Facebook page too. So you can kind of find the content in both places. That's awesome. Yeah, you can find little this or that poster things if you... If you yes. Um, but yeah, no, you can definitely do that if you, if you don't want to get some of the news that's been going out, something a little bit different, something a little bit more Disney in your life, other than us, of course. Yeah, yeah. We post on YouTube. We've got some, you know, family trip videos and some reviews of things and stuff on YouTube too. And that's connected to the Facebook and the Instagram account. You can find that information there too. Sweet, sweet. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. We definitely appreciate you taking the time. Thank you guys. Yeah, stay well. And say hello to Josh. I will. Yes, he's probably can't wait for me to come down and help him with the kids. So there you go. Yes, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you have a good one. We'll see you. Bye. Well, guys, if you want to learn more about the Magic Away podcast, magicaway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. You can share your opinions. You can shoot us an email at show at magicaway.com. You can leave us a voicemail via SpeakPipe widget on our homepage, or you can call or send us a text message. Yes, I did say text at one 815 That is one 815 and of course guys we got a couple of people do things outside of the podcast first of all we got eli eli does things with comics tell them what you got going on sir yes sir um as always you can visit the ivy comics website you can check out work i have for molly be damned and project gation of course savages which uh basically this quarantine I've uh, I've backed out the uh, the first issue, so I'm gonna put that online and uh, give you another week. Hey, for- good job, man! Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, awesome. it's great news. That's great news. It's tough to get people together who live in Nigeria and whatnot, but you know, yeah, uh, having the time to focus and creativity, talking with lovely people here on the show, is like, yeah, I gotta push that forward. So you know. Figure out some way to keep them all together, keep the artists happy, and uh, yeah, put that out there for some free read. Now, if you remember the guys that won the contest way back, the uh, what was oh, that? Kirk? You mean Kirk? Kirk, Kirk and right. Harry. Yeah. All right. So you guys, I'm, I'm on. That's another issue. Like that's part of the whole book, but it's the next issue. So I'm working on rewriting that whole thing. So uh, your time is coming up. Full color. You're going to see that. So uh, so moving on, uh, of course, <laughs> you can never miss an episode of this podcast. So there's a link on the Ivory Comics website. So you can always check out an episode of Magic Our Way. So you always get some synergy going because that's what we like to do. Uh, meanwhile, Facebook.com, you can find me there, Eli H. Ivory. You can find the Project Gation Facebook page. So Facebook.com slash Project Gation. Uh, Instagram, I'm looking at likes and posting up hearts and all all that good stuff out there at EIRI504. And, of course, on Twitter, you can find me at Hancock1166. 
So you know the story is all about the glory. And if you appreciate the madness, then you just bring the beauty gladness. You go up second the house. Thank you very much. All right. And if you want to book a vacation or anything based upon our impending opening at some point in 2020, you can do so with Lee. Lee, tell them how to do this, sir. Uh, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-YETI-BEARD. 832-YETI-BRD. <laughs> you can email me at Lee at MagicRway.com. Check out the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Lost Travel. That's L-E-S-T-O-V-I-C-A Travel. Instagram, you can find me at You Got a Friend in Lee Travel. And if you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Yeti Benavica! And if you want an alternative to Lee Lastavica, try booking with Rachel Roberge with Middle of the Magic. You can find her on Instagram at uh, Our Family Magic. Hit her up, man. She's uh, was gracious enough to go ahead and help us out in putting this show together. And she, unlike some other travel agents I know, makes her Instagram very interesting. And look, both of them, Lee and Rachel, aren't doing their thing right now. So help them out. Help the small businesses out, man, by booking with one of those tra- great travel agents for Disney. Yeah, Lee, can y'all book uh, a trip to get hand sanitizer? Or <laughs> paper I, I need a trip to book some more toilet paper. It's a Corona world after all. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you on that ride. We'll get you a fast pass for that. Dude, I, I don't need a fast pass. I haven't gotten off. <laughs> and look, guys, if you want to support all of this, you could do so through the following ways. Buy some beignets right there on our homepage. Buy some clothing from our shop so you can represent the Moeka Nation. Also support the BS Podcast Network, who, who, who we are a part of. And the easiest way to support us is to leave a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play Music, etc. And look, if you want to have a place in which you can freely speak your Disney mind, especially right now, and have no fear of retribution, join us in the Moeekin Pleasure Island 33 Facebook group. There you have the chance to interact with all the famous weekends, as well as Danny, Eli Lee, and yours truly, as well as Rachel Roberge, who can take your submissions for a this or that that we can talk about here on the show, on, on a future show exactly. So make sure you send those to her. And we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We always appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions or welcome on the Magic Army podcast, especially now. So get in touch with us today. So, Moegans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Cali Grill and Chill. Moeekins! Hey, this is Jane from MadHatterRadio.net. If you love Disney Park Audio like my family and I do, please listen to MadHatterRadio.net for park audio music 24 hours a day. Mm